Hi everyone, welcome to Generation Change and Inspiration Podcast. My name is Pien, I'm a co-founder at Let's Reinvent. We aim to empower global citizens to succeed by promoting personal and professional development, cultural diversity and inclusion. And my name is Claudie, I'm a co-founder at Let's Reinvent. In this podcast, we talk about books that inspire our generation and share valuable lessons which support our mission at Let's Reinvent. Let's go and jump right in. Today, we're going to speak about the book Lift As You Climb by Viv Groskop. It was very entertaining. <laughs> I, I very much enjoyed it. How, 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 how was your experience with that? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think it's really reassuring that, you know, there are women in leadership that writes about this kinds of book. And it's definitely an eye opener for those who are doing the climbing at the moment, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So just to summarize the book, so it speaks not only of compassion, but also of empowering women to gracefully create ways of success for themselves and for others by following spe specific criteria such as being bold, knowing your value, and not being afraid to ask for help. I agree. And I think more about the book is that get um, is the ability to get to know the value of the advocates, of mentors, of those people who are doing the lifting. And I think lastly, for you know, the, as a summary of the book, we need to recognize the importance of the roles of both men and women in making equality and success for women inclusive to all. It's because lifting would mean that, you know, it's not just gender specific, really. It's about yeah. being a society that is helping each other like lift up and you know most and for women it's especially important to recognize your, your role to be able to help others who are in need even if they're not asking for it but rather being you know more conscious about um, our behavior um, to help others succeed mm -hmm. oh that's so interesting um so the, the book has uh, in several chapters. It has uh, 11 chapters in total, and um, such as uh, how to own your ambition, how to promote yourself, how to network, and uh, uh, how to support other women, or how to recruit allies. So which, which ones do you think would be the highlights for you? Yeah, I guess, yeah, I have three important highlights that I really liked when I was reading the book. Um, I think the first one is integrating lifting into our goals because it's easy to get lost, you know, with all the noises, with all the competing ambitions and goals that we have in life. So, you know, it's important to those people, young people who are starting out or to those in the middle management or to those who are now in, in power, it's important to reflect on what's our life's purpose and at the same time, how we can 
lift other people um, to access you know opportunities and um, yeah. help them you know climb the ladder. The second one, um, I think it's the story of the author Bill Groskop when she talked about her experience being a writer um, in what in one of the PR companies that she worked for, where um, she had to be an expert in car psychology. So basically, <laughs> that's funny. It's quite crazy. Like um, you know, companies have um, have goals, and for the PR company, it was more about the quantity rather than the quality. And so Viv was on the TV doing all the talk shows and at one point she was um, an expert in the mm -hmm. car psychology you know giving the, the meaning of why people would prefer white over black cars or you know or some designs over the other um, but essentially um, she recognized that her role wasn't really important it's just you know, a means towards an end for the PR company and that she was a very negligible collateral damage if she did something wrong in her role. Um, so <laughs> it's, I guess the lesson or the highlight there is knowing when are you wasting your time or when do you say no to an opportunity and yes and knowing the worth of that opportunity um, and seeing how it contributes to your overall goal, um, you know, in your career. And then I think the third highlight for me when reading the book is onboarding the advocates, be it in um, the office place or, 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 you know, when you're an entrepreneur, it's because, you know, sometimes we, we advocate for self-promotion, but actually sometimes it might backfire. And Viv Groskop suggested that advocating for other people is actually more, um, not important, but more effective in addressing challenges in the workplace. In the workplace, for example, you know when you go in a board meeting, and then you already know that maybe one of your colleagues um, is always interrupting you, or not, or you feel that you're not being heard. Um, and so, what she advised is that before the meeting, approach a colleague of yours who will be in the same meeting, and be sure that you know that person is. Um, trustworthy that is an advocate of you on and off you know um the the boardroom and who would be able to recognize when the interruption happens so that that person can speak out and can advocate for you and so you know it's it's a very effective tool in not being that biased but having the person say to you afterwards like yeah, you're right, like that person is interrupting you or that person can say, actually, um, he's always just interrupting everyone. It's more, yeah, sound, um, uh, I would say, observer. So what about you, Claudia? What's the highlights for you when reading the book? Yeah. So I, I really like the fact that she had so many different uh, topics to, to talk about and also, yeah, little reminders and uh, also things that we should reflect on. And um, so for me, what was 
important um, is like the first one was to know your value and by knowing your value uh, not to be afraid to own your ambition to own your assertiveness and uh, she was also pointing out the fact that uh, when women are set assertive it comes out it comes across as aggressive whereas when men do the same then it's completely normal and it's even encouraged uh, or it's yeah yeah well seen and um so i really like that and especially because you know women are expected to be a certain way and if they and if they choose to have a different strategy then um some people are just yeah surprised sometimes even offended and um yeah so she also gives strategies um how to how to do it really in a in a very diplomatic kind way so you yeah. you don't have to so when you're assertive you don't have to put other people down for example so it's very very important um also the second part that i really enjoy is uh, <laughs> and that resonates with me as well yeah. so it's networking yeah. networking without stressing people out <laughs> yeah it's so important yeah yeah, we all know, we all know, uh, I, I am someone who really enjoys going to conferences, who is um, always looking for ways to know people from different walks of life and also to learn consist constantly and consistently. And um, so by doing so, yeah, eventually I'm going to be interested in um, a tech conference or a conference about mental health or another one about um, nutrition and or or mindfulness and um, yeah so there is the, there is this this approach or this pressure that we sometimes have um, we 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 network but in such a a um in such a needy way i would say yeah. <laughs> and so basically what viv grosskap is uh, saying is that yeah just just network by you know getting to know the person first you know uh, don't come in in there and uh, you know already ask her to ask the person to to do something for you Right, so um, there is a, a certain process how these things might work, and especially you can also um, sense if a person is responding to your actions or to your um, to your requests or not. So um, try and get a feeling of what you are expecting and also what people might be expecting for you, and yeah, how you would feel if someone was coming across, you know, making de demands, although you you haven't even met before and uh yeah so i think that's a good th that was one of the highlights um a third point is um how to reach out for help yeah and to reach out to um the Scrub spoke about not being afraid to ask for help and it is still very difficult for people and sometimes more difficult even for women who always have, um, who always think that they should 
that they are not worthy of um, being helped or they don't deserve it or um, yeah they haven't done much or yeah so there, there's a lot of um, yeah of yeah we of blocks that women still have not all of them but some of them and uh, yeah so not be afraid to ask for help and there's also um, a type of help that you can find in mentors so now what Viv Groskop is saying is that you have to know exactly why you need a mentor and the mentor is not supposed to do the work for you the mentor is here to guide you to give you uh, advice you know um, following their own experience and might help you reflect on or even make you aware of things that they have um, they have observed in your behavior and uh, but under no circumstances is a mentor to give you all the answers that you are looking for so yeah these these are for me the highlights of the book yeah and i think you know like these highlights really resonated in the real uh life right like they're so eye-opening um in terms of how do you approach a certain situation yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and especially in, uh, one thing that um came to my mind uh, was uh, the networking part so when i was living in london um i went to a a conference about mindfulness and um there was this well-known poet and she uh, read us a few of her poems they were beautiful and they were um, in all the the yeah darkness even so they were just marvelous and uh, at the time i was still working at the collective so so I went to her, I introduced myself and we started chit-chatting a bit. And then, yeah, I, I asked her to, yeah, I said to her, oh yeah, you should come to, uh, to the collective to read your, to read your poems to us. You know, we can create an event and yeah. So, and then I realized that it was maybe too, <laughs> too heavy for her. It was going too fast. Right. Yeah. Um, eventually i had to stop because i i realized that no you, you you just can't do that you know try and learn to know the person first but don't come to them and come as yeah okay i need something from you right now we need to uh, we need to organize it here's my calendar and 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 so yeah so i wasn't this is something that i really um learned um over the, the the next months um and i i knew you know i was going to that event to connect with other people but also to learn more about myself and see if i can maybe unlock uh, you know my potential a bit more and it was a very insightful uh, conference and um yeah so seeing her reaction which wasn't you know, I knew that she was a bit taken aback and kind of, you know, she wasn't really ready for what I had uh, planned for her. <laughs> so I decided to really um, just step away from that idea of, uh, you know, having her to come and create and, and do an event for 
our community uh, at the collective uh, rather than just speak about you know her motivations and uh, yeah so it was it was really nice so um but i think if she remembers me she she would be probably thinking of uh, the girl who just you know stressed her out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> although she had uh, many more people to talk to so yeah i wasn't really helping but um, I'm sure she will have forgiven me and yeah, I have definitely learned from that experience. Um, yeah, another one was the, um, the, the balance um, in finding balance, you know, where you, you don't lose yourself, you know, where um, you, you, you are good to others, but you also recognize your needs and goals. So in terms of supporting other people, um, what, and I'll take the example at, uh, at the collective where I was working, um, I, was a, I was a super connector, super networking. Uh, I was a networking expert. Um, but what I did, it wasn't necessarily a mistake, but it was maybe, um, yeah, a lost opportunity is not to take advantage of all the connections I was making, you know, and uh, I was, um, I was connecting people with each other, but yeah. And then I just let them go, you know, without even keeping those connections within my own, my own, uh, spectrum. Right. And, um, I think that would have been, you know, very valuable in the long in the long run had I done it and so yeah so what this is also something that resonates with me is that yeah you can support people it's really good to do that um but yeah do not forget yourself as well so yeah I think that's that's really important and we're always we we always I think there is this need to be considered as good people we always want to do good we we always trying to do something that might help others um and especially like in what entrepreneurs do you know they they're looking for for um solutions you know to social challenges right but yeah when you're doing it of course you know if you just if you just lift then um yeah what do you get in the end? Because you also want to climb, right? Sure. So yeah, it's just finding that balance within, you know, with climbing and lifting and yeah. So very, it, it is not always an easy task, but yeah, it's definitely something that you want to keep, um, yeah, going and make sure that you run smoothly. <laughs> it's amazing, you know, and uh, to see how, you know how well she knows what she's talking about because some of the experiences are just you know they are taking from her real life but yeah you're able to um yeah relate to that like do you have do you also have experiences that resonate with what uh, Viv Groskop is saying in the book yeah I think that's definitely you know the case here there are a lot mm -hmm. of um similar experiences that I find myself in the same place. 
I think the first one, you know, about advocating in the meetings, like I've experienced it in different scenarios working um, with a tech ecosystem, right? It's like sometimes you have to be stubborn and you have to disrupt. You want to be heard. You want to push for ideas and projects or you want to call out someone. Yeah. Um, but the greatest challenge is that maybe people think that you're self-motivated, like you're aggressive, yeah. you're too eager, you have um, probably, you know, like hidden agenda. But yeah. the thing is, um, the best way really um, for you to, to win in that situation is by having supporters, advocates, like those who can vouch, you know, for that ideas. And sometimes, you know, I have mixed feelings about it. It's because it's tried and tested. Like sometimes your boss is actually a male and that when you say something and he needs to support you, he's basically echoing what you said. And so <laughs> the shallow level, like it's, it seems like, you're being mansplained. But mm. on the deeper level, he's really trying to advocate for you. And mm. he has a bigger, you know, like um, influence on the on the table. And that's how you get heard. That's how your projects gets approved. It's like having the sponsor, right? Mm. And so it's really important to, I guess, like have the balance, like identify like when you are being supported versus when you're being mansplained if your boss is in the situation. Um, and also, I guess what Viv said was right, like before the meetings, you have to, you know, have a, like, let's say, a private conversation with a colleague of yours who you really trust, who you can open up and basically share some, I would say, like insecurities, like, <laughs> You know, you can ask, like, hey, can you tell me, like, if I'm assuming it wrong, that, uh, that, you know, like, a, a colleague of ours is not really treating me right in the meetings, or mm -hmm. I think that my opinion is not being heard, and I need some support when I propose it. Um, so you basically need, you know, your advocates to be on your side. And during the meeting, um they they would look for signs they would be you know like the adjudicator like they would ju judge whether the situation is really biased or you know is is somewhat against you or or basically you know have a sounding um uh, or a sound person or a third person to actually try to make sense of everything just for you to have the peace of mind and, you know, maybe validate some of your, um, your conscious thoughts. And then I think the second one that I really, really love is lifting others, you know, like as part of your personal goal. I think it's super important. Like for me, um, I recently joined the, World Economic Forum's Global Shaper community. And as a global shaper, I really believed in lifting others. And um, I've shared it with you, but I'd, I'd like to share it with, you know, more people that we, you know, we run um, certain initiatives, uh, you know, that are 
basically for the community, for the people who needs the help the most, who needs to access the opportunities so that they can thrive, they can break the vicious cycle of poverty or, you know, or escape, you know, like the helplessness feelings. And these are very present among those people who, let's say, um, grew up in like abusive environment or absent um, parents or guardians or basically they did not have a role model when they were growing up. And so we, you know, as as you know, individuals who have found our ways to um, work through or climb the ladder, we should definitely help more people who hasn't realized or who hasn't even start started climbing the ladder and they would need the most support and i think this is very important because you know like we see we see you know like um like tragedy tragedies um sad stories or you know people who committed mistakes who who did not know the right from wrong and we can actually correct this, that mistakes at least for the future if we help more people if we become the mentors or the advocates mm. for the younger generation mm. and and that's why i really you know um really liked how viv Groskop has actually captured that sentiment like having um the lifting others as part of your you know personal um agenda or personal life goals so yeah i think yeah that's how this book resonates with um, my personal experiences uh yeah so i guess um you know like we can talk about uh what are our key takeaways i think it's it's really important you know for those individuals who hasn't read the book like what can they learn from it what do you yeah. So the, the thing that I'm taking away of this um, is I haven't definitely, there are things that, you know, I, that I needed even to write down, you know, for myself um, is that the first thing is every step of the way while we're climbing, we should lift others up, you know, and uh, yeah, so in, it, it's coming back to, you know, finding that balance, you know, helping others, but helping yourself as well, because, you know, and there's also, you know, that saying, you know, if, if I'm not happy, then the others can't be happy either, right? Yeah. And, yeah, so, and um, yeah, it's, I think it's really important, and, and uh, Viv uh, Groskop is right as well, because I have also experienced it, and, and she, she even said that, you know, by helping others, you, you feel, you feel good. You really feel good about yourself. Right. And, um, and most of the time, if you, if you help someone without even asking anything in return, you know, you might find yourself in a situation where you need help, where you are the one who needs help, you know, and then you will know, you know, that somehow there's going to be someone out there, you know, who's going to come to your rescue or who will, you know, give you a hand, you know, just because you have, um, you, 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 you made that just because of your act of kindness, 
and yeah how little it might be so definitely um while we're climbing yeah we should lift others up and the second one that i actually didn't mention before but it's very uh, it's it's tied to um to the part uh, of reaching out for help so it's it's about rejection so sometimes when we reach out for help you know we will encounter uh, people who will not be able to help us you know for whatever reason uh, uh, that is and they will say no to us and viv grosskopf says yeah we should we should learn to be comfortable with no and she even gave a a, a really good example um she 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 actually it's a test you know you can go to a store you see the price of an uh, of an item and then when you go to the counter you ask for a discount and most of the time you know you'll you'll get a no but yes yeah, so it will train you you know to feel more comfortable with people saying no to you and i think that's also what um people or yes yeah, some people you know have yet to learn for themselves because sometimes when someone says no to us we um we assume that they're a bad person or yeah they just don't want to help or they wish us they don't wish us well and yeah sometimes sometimes it is sometimes it is not right so and yeah i mean if 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 you ask me for um 10000 euros i've <laughs> i won't be able to 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 give them to you because i don't have them so i would say no and yeah you being in that situation of um of need you know and you you might take it personally or you know it might upset you because you yeah because of the sense of urgency um so yeah and she was saying that uh, rejection is is only a delay so it's just a delay and um it also implies you to keep focusing on your goals you know and yeah so in failure is not you 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 don't have to be defined you don't 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 let yourself be defined by your failures but see them as lessons you know as ways to improve yourself and ways to um to be comfortable with being imperfect right because nothing is perfect you know and i don't know we don't know what perfection is right so we we have an idea of it but yeah i don't think that with the way we do things it can even be achieved right so and uh, perception and it's also a matter of perspective yeah um so yeah so definitely rejection is just a delay so and never give up so yeah. these are my takeaways yeah from the book lift as you climb so what what about you tell me yeah i mean i guess we've covered like a lot of important points but i guess um i'm going to give something quite different um but still a very relevant that no matter whether we are climbing or lifting others um it's important that we pursue the path that that 
brings joy to us. I think what yeah. one of the the quote in the book um, from Viv Groskop, um, she said that you cannot continue on a career path that is no fun for you. Yeah. That's really powerful. You know, it's like for me personally, like um, I've gone through many paths in my life. Like <laughs> I studied a different. Um, like subject, uh, I work for the government, I work for an NGO, I work for a consultancy firm, I work for a startup, I work for, um, you know, like a corporate, but I guess it, it's good that you, that you try, that you find your passion, but what's important is whether you're having fun. It's because most of the times, like I, I actually get burned out or stressed or get, get depressed. And, you know, if you cannot make it your mission to, you know, to take that path and enjoy every, you know, like milestone or, or enjoy the journey, then maybe that is not the path for you. And to be honest, like, you know, you could, you could be in any, like, path, but we also have to consider that, um, sometimes chances, like what Viv said on uh, on her book, like chances actually plays uh, a big role in determining the important life outcomes. You know that you know there are like books like um, the Outliers, or you know some books suggesting that sometimes the opportunity comes on the right place at the right time, or maybe the right era, or something like that. And so, you know, like, it's just super hard to determine whether it's, it's, um, it's something good for you. But it's easier to enjoy um, the journey if you're having fun. And I think lastly, you know, having fun is the greatest form of empowerment. Um, I guess, you know, like, we don't want to be the person where others say, where others um, comment as the toxic person it's because you always complain about things and then you are very critical you want to like just disrupt the industry just disrupt the system um, so yeah I guess if you want to be the disruptor just make sure that you're having fun because at the end yeah. of the day, <laughs> yeah at the end of the day it's really tough to help others if you cannot help yourself we don't right. want to you know to get depressed we want to um, to learn from our own mistakes and to be an inspiration and a role model to others. And we can only do that if we are able to help ourselves, that we are fully, you know, like satisfied with our goals and achievements and that we can impart that joy um, to other people. Absolutely. Oh, I totally agree with you. <laughs> and I hope that our listeners would also Heed your advice and um, all the wisdom coming from Viv Crosscup's book, and uh, yeah, so it was it was a it was a real treat, yeah, and it was yeah. good to remind ourselves of a few things, and yeah, I would highly recommend um, the book to anyone who wants to um, get you know deeper knowledge into um, what uh, she has to offer, and um, yeah, but. I am quite confident that with what we already have, you know, it's a good, um, 
it's a good portion of information that's thought provoking. I agree. Yeah, it's it's really a good um, source of, I guess, in, inspiration and something that younger people um, should read about to get to know, you know, what lies ahead of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I have a question. Like, what do you or what what do you think about uh, you know, all these books and helps uh, about, um, you know, personal and professional development, do you feel that there is too much of it or they're all saying the same thing or, um, or do you think it's really hard to find something that is, you know, really, yeah, powerful enough for you to, um, yeah, to take seriously, you know, to be even convinced. Do you think it's really hard to find good books that contain, um, that contain advice, you know, for young people or anyone who, who wants to, um, to grow, you know, in yeah. general? I really think that at some point we have a common denominator. Like, you know, we have different experiences and I would say like sometimes they're like one size fits all kind of mantra behind it. Um, yeah, but I think what makes the books very insightful, magical is that they give, you know, like a new, they paint the picture, they give you an example that they experience themselves. Um, and mm -hmm. they give us an overview of how they were able to conquer their challenges and it will be useful for us um, should we encounter the same situation. I guess what makes it really good is that it's really tough to find, let's say, mentors or people who have extraordinary experiences. But these books help us connect with, you know, these amazing individuals and kind of, and like have a quick glimpse of what their life was about. And so, yeah, I guess it, it really matters whether you are interested to get to know the life of the author, I guess, um, if it's, you know, semi-autobiography. Um, um, but yeah, I, I guess sometimes you really have to have a either like balanced expectation or no expectation at all because having like super high expectation is quite hard to reach and sometimes you you know you just don't want to disappoint yourself and you know it takes the fun out of reading a book how about absolutely well yeah i i really it's it's one of my you know overall goals to start reading again but as intensively as I used to do um, and I am really really grateful for all the books you know that I've read so far and I must admit that at the moment um, you know I'm, I'm reading less of non-fictional books you know because I've I've come into this era of self-help yeah <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just feel like, yeah, I need to grow. I need to grow, you know, but also, you know, I, every now and then I remind myself that, you know, you know, I can grow also by having fun and that's what I'm doing. I, I do have fun, um, 
whenever I read a book about self-help or, you know, all these little quotes on Instagram. Um, so yeah, just because, you know, I don't think that it is something that we learned as, at school and yeah, I definitely didn't, didn't learn it, you know, as a, as a child, you know, in our family home, you know, no one expected me to, or asked me even to reflect, um, so much you know about the person that I am or that I want to be and uh, yeah so I think you know for young people especially you know it might save them a bit of time uh, <laughs> really listening to our podcast or just reading the books um, that um, we that represent or any books really you know and what I also like is that um, you know there are also books that you know, they are fictional, um, but they also, you know, tend to help you, you know, with your own growth. You know, I've started, um, I've started um, listening to a book, a book called the the Money Tree, and. Um, uh, the money tree from, I forgot his first name, um, so I'd rather not say his name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so but very interesting, you know, how to, it's about, you know, how to become successful, you know, and um, I just like the idea of, um, of, you know, just looking into yourself, getting to know yourself very well and um, becoming self-aware in order to know exactly you know how you want to design your life uh, so um yeah i really think that you know the books that we talk about or yeah reading in general is so valuable um at the moment you know and um it is also a way for me to kind of get away from all the the stress that is generated uh, by social media I just feel that, you know, it's just too much, you know, and I, I need, you know, I need to kind of step away from that uh, for like an hour of a day because whether we realize it or not, you know, we are on our phones and laptops. Yeah, and the social media, you know, um, posts are designed to capture your attention and, yeah. you know, it's like it's like a drug um, and yeah. it activates some hormones in your body that somewhat um, you know acts or somewhat reflects what drug addicts actually feel you know when yeah. they're taking the drugs and so yeah I totally agree like I manage um, you know some social media accounts um, and yeah. I try my best not to be on the platform and try to integrate um the process by without you know being in a platform so yeah i use some certain tools to do that for me so that i don't get like hooked and absorbed by you know the content the addictive contents of social media so addictive and the thing is it's not even like you don't even realize how addictive it is because you have so much fun you're just like this is really good stuff and especially the the 
the content that I am looking at, it's just something, it's, it's, it's life lessons, right? So it, it is information from experts. Uh, for example, this morning I was um, listening to uh, a podcast uh, from Jim um, Quick. It was about, you know, really understanding what you read but also read faster. So he is the right. creator of the quick brain and uh, fantastic content, you know, but yeah, so it's just one episode after the other. It's so addictive. It's so good, but it's, it is helpful. Right. Yeah. And now, yeah, the name came back to me. Um, the, the author of, of the money tree is Chris Gillibo. And uh, so fascinating. I love, I love this type of content, but I cannot get enough of it, right? Mm -hmm. So you just, you, you, you realize, you know, and what I'm trying really to be careful of is um, only consuming, you know, when yeah. I'm consuming, you know, I make sure that I'm uh, at least learning something yeah. <laughs> for life, you know, rather than just, you know, um, looking at funny videos and then going to the next one. And uh, yeah, so, yeah, I think it's all about finding balance, right? And yeah, make sure that you're staying, that you're not exaggerating. Yeah, yeah, and not going to, yeah, into the extremes, right? Yeah. yeah, I think, you know, like for me, it's really reclaiming your peace of mind, your attention span, um, mm -hmm. because... You're, you know, it's like your brain is so activated by dopamine and you just feel <laughs> the rush. You're always feeling the rush. And sometimes you watch inspirational people. Like I do follow, you know, like influencers as well um, on social media. And sometimes I, it's so hard to like, um, com you know, you can't help but compare yourself as to how exactly you're going to work to get to that level as they are and you just end up like not doing anything because you're just consumed by like this image the perfect image of, mm. of what they have cultivated um, yeah. and yeah and basically watching like all like thousands of videos per day like it's mm -hmm. just too much like your brain is actually you know overworked I would say um, yeah, it's just too tiring. And sometimes I, I can, you know, personally experience it. Like my brain is just super active and it's hard to concentrate. And it's like, mm -hmm. you know, like there's random stream of thoughts going on in my mind. And it just mm -hmm. really, you know, like distracts your um, way of thinking. Yeah. Um, so yeah, reading a book and actually talking about it reinforces you know like a more sustainable i would say um like interaction mm. because you learn when you talk about it like teach what you preach through you yeah. know and you talk about it mm. uh, so yeah and you know when you're just watching videos it's purely like you consuming right um yeah doesn't it's hard to kind of like release that and it's hard to some some sometimes like just share it 
with other people. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they and it's yeah, and I think it's even hard to uh, to filter it as well, right? Because like you, like when I look at um, some of the content that I watch, like one of the other after the other. You know, I realized that, you know, I haven't really been able to process all that, yeah. right? Yeah, it's like you just forget the names, mm -hmm. titles of the books, of the authors. Absolutely. Like you just forget all the data because it's too exactly. much. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and so basically what I've really started doing is yeah, forcing myself to, you know, to just stop for a moment yeah i do meditate on the side uh, which is really really important and i can only uh, recommend it to anyone who hasn't started it yet um but it's also like to actively um get away from our phones and laptops yeah. so i think that is yeah because our brains they even when we're not doing anything they're still working right uh, either uh, even in the uh, conscious or the subconscious mind you know, you know, our minds are always working, and uh, so, and sometimes, you know, our minds need rest and repair. So, uh, yeah, that's something I'm not really good at it yet, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's it's a work in progress. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess you know, it's it's true for everyone. We're all, you know, a work in progress. Yeah, definitely. Well. Looking forward to the next book, right? Yes, that's true. <laughs> we haven't decided yet, but yeah, it's definitely coming. So yeah, guys, anyone who's listening to us, um, watch this space. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you have any feedback or just want to say hi, drop us a message on social media, via at Let's Reinvent Now or email us at hello at letsreinvent.org. And for more information about events and other activities at Let's Reinvent, visit letsreinvent.org. Thank you for listening and see you on the next episode. <laughs>